Pro Talk with ProTech, digging deep to learn the stories, lessons, and accomplishments of experts in the real estate industry. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Pro Talk with ProTech. Today, we get to meet top real estate agent Marlena McWilliams with Century 21. It's so nice to meet you, Marlena. How are you doing today? Uh, you know, I'm trying to make it uh, doing pretty well. How are you guys doing? And thank you guys for having me on this uh, pro talk uh, today on this podcast. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We're doing great today. It's a little cold, but can't really complain too much. Um, so just to get the kind of get the conversation started, let's hear a little bit more about you. Um, how long have you been in the real estate industry? Um, so I was part time. I was a part time agent uh, for about three uh, to four years uh, while I was working in government contracting uh, with Lockheed Martin and Department of Homeland Security up in Aberdeen. And I just started doing it uh, because I sparked an interest in real estate. Uh, my father owns an appraisal company in Colorado. So I kind of just wanted to get in originally just to invest. Uh, but then I ended up uh, really falling in love with it. And I decided to go full time. Um, it'll be three years next year around February. And ever since I put all my heart into it, my business has grown substantially. So I'm just happy to be a part of this industry and help, happy to represent it and happy to make it continue to grow. Absolutely. And so do you have a team? I do. I'm growing a team now. Um, I'm actually looking for agents. So any of you agents that are looking for one of the best growing teams in the Washington metro area, give me a call. Um, we have, I have two buyers agents. I have uh, two admins right now. Um, and so that's our team and we're all with Century 21 currently. Okay. And so why Century 21? What made you choose them? Um, I was with, uh, when I was part-time, a couple boutique brokerages uh, to start out. Uh, and I learned a lot um, being at those boutique brokerages because pretty much when you're at a boutique brokerage, you're buying everything on your own, your own systems and everything. And I chose Century 21 because I really wanted to figure out what the bigger uh, brokerages do and how they handle how the bigger agents and bigger teams out of those brokerages uh, do. And so I was interviewing around and I really uh, felt a uh, home at home at a place with Century 21. And I've been there for the past couple of years. Oh, great. So what neighborhoods do you guys service? Uh, we service too many neighborhoods, to be honest <laughs> with you, uh, but we have fun doing it. So I am licensed in all three states. I'm licensed in Maryland, Virginia, and DC. Um, and so of course we service all of DC. Um, I find myself a lot in uh, Northeast part of DC, like Brooklyn, um, Fort Totten, Northwest a little bit. Um, I'm starting to find myself a little bit more on the Southeast side as the development is picking up. A lot of people are going over there. Um, and then a lot of our sales come out of PG County and Montgomery County, and we're starting to get a lot of sales coming out of uh, Howard County in Maryland. And then um, starting to do a lot more in Virginia now, too, that I have my license in Virginia uh, for the past year. So it's been mostly Alexandria um, and Fairfax County. Um, those are the counties that we service. We try not to go past uh, Dulles Airport when we're working in Virginia. It starts to become a little bit long drive, and we don't feel like we could service our clients as well. Yeah, absolutely. That, those long drives kind of, you know, get into, well, I can spend an hour with you, but it's going to take me however much time to drive back. So I get that. Um, so just for kind of a fun question, what's the craziest thing that you've ever seen in a home? Oh, I've seen a lot of crazy things. Um, so I guess one of the craziest thing is um, somebody had their wall, walls painted pink, like a Pepto-Bismol pink. And then they had, uh, purple pigs on the wall 
So that was one of the weirdest things I've seen. And my client and I had so much fun with that. Every time we went and saw another house, we were like, well, it's not the purple pig, uh, purple, uh, I mean, pink, purple uh, elephant house. So we would make (laughs) jokes about that all the time. Um, So that was one of the weirdest things I've seen in a home. It was like all the walls were Pepto-Bismol pink and it had little purple elephants all over the place. So did your client buy the house after that? (laughs) they didn't buy that one but they bought another one (laughs) we we definitely always reference that house and I actually use that in presentations with other uh, uh, buyers I tell them like hey when we go out you start to see things are starting to look uh, the same in certain neighborhoods but you might also find this unique house and I, I give them that example all the time it's fun Yeah, absolutely. Every house has its own little unique feature, but you just got to find what that is for you. (laughs) Yes, of course. Somebody bought the purple, I mean, the pink uh, purple elephant house. Somebody bought it. It's gone. (laughs) Maybe they're still there. Who knows? (laughs) Um, So if I'm buying a home, what would you say would be the most important thing that I would need to know? Um, I would say uh, what you're comfortable with uh, with a mortgage payment. Interest rates are extremely low right now, which is amazing. So you can afford, you know, more house. Uh, but at the same time, you still want to enjoy your life. We're all kind of stuck in our homes right now, uh, predominantly with uh, the pandemic. Um, and I think a lot of people have been expanding into bigger homes because they need more space. But as the world hopefully opens back up, you want to also make sure you're comfortable. So those uh, travels, uh, uh, sorry. So the trips that you want to take with friends and family, you're able to do that and still come back home to your sanctuary. And then I would say another important thing is make sure you have an agent representation, somebody to represent your interests and be your professional advisor along the way. Yeah, absolutely. You definitely need that professional in there who truly knows the market and knows what they're doing. Um, so if I'm selling a home, what would you say would be the most important thing that I would need to prepare for? I would say get a pre-home inspection. I always advise my uh, 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 sellers to get a pre-home inspection um, because once we fix everything in the house, the biggest uh, hurdle that we want to get over if we have it priced appropriately is just that home inspection. And we never want a deal to fall away from home inspection. So if you get the pre-home inspection done, you know what um, it needs to be completed in the property. You can hire a contractor, get it done. And at that point, when we get a, a, a viable buyer, we know that the home inspection is just a, formality. Every home inspection company, as like you guys know, will probably find something because that's their job is to help find those things. Uh, but you should have covered majority of it with that pre-home inspection. Yeah, absolutely. And it definitely helps in, you know, those tight contingencies as well. Um, so can you talk to me a little bit about what the current market is like? How would I know when the best time to buy or sell would be? You know, people always ask that. And I, I think it's a very interesting question. Um, I love that question. I think that um, I tell people the best time to buy is when it's the best time for you, right? So when you have your credit together, when you have your savings together, uh, when you are ready to make that step. But if we're looking at just the market alone, um, of course, people are are raving right now. Um, We have low inventory, uh, so it makes it a little bit more competitive, especially in certain neighborhoods. But it's the perfect time to buy because you're able to afford more with the lower interest rates. So now's a great time to buy. um, And the winter is going to be a great time to buy. The spring is going to be a great time to buy. We don't see interest rates rising uh, dramatically anytime soon. So even if you're still getting a 3% or 3.5, that's still astronomically low. And it still makes it an amazing time to buy. But again, I tell every buyer, the right time is when you're ready. 
but I wouldn't miss out on right now and take advantage of these extremely low interest rates. I've had clients get 2.65s and 2.75s on 30-year mortgages, which is just crazy insane. So yeah, definitely. You know, obviously with the pandemic and everything, people are looking to obviously get more space. They're doing school from home. They're going to their job from home. They're going to the gym from home. Um, so that's definitely a great point. You know, I um, also don't think, you know, next year the um, interest rates will go up. So that's a great point that you can even wait till spring and you could be getting what you, you would be getting right now. Um yeah. Can you talk to me a little bit about how the current market um, or the market in general continuously affects the value of my home? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. So um, what we want to make sure is that you're obtaining real equity uh, in your home. And so um, I always tell people the analogy, you know, it's better to buy uh, the ugly house in the best neighborhood. So as everybody else is appreciating, you're appreciating, uh, you don't necessarily want to buy the best house in the worst neighborhood, uh, because if they continue to decline, uh, then your property will decline. Um, so my predictions are for the equity is, you know, buy smart, um, we are in high competition, so you may have to go above the asking price to win, uh, but always make sure your agent is doing that cost market analysis. Uh, you never want to pay over what a house is worth. So then as the area is growing, your equity is actually appreciating and you're not just sitting there with your house everybody else is growing around you, but because you paid so much, your house is, they're just catching up to you. You want to make sure you're buying at the right price so that as the area appreciates, you're growing. So right now in DC, a lot of people are seeing substantial equity in their homes uh, because as uh, the areas are getting developed uh, by developers, um, their properties that they owned, um, you know, 10 years ago, specifically, I will use Trinidad as an example. I sold an eight unit building over here. They were selling them for 450. Uh, the client just resold it with me and they bought it uh, three years ago. And now they sold it for uh, $600,000. And it was a three bedroom, two bath apartment. So that's real equity in his property. He bought in a neighborhood that was growing and expanding and he waited a few years and now he was able to capitalize on that equity. Um, he didn't buy the best house, he didn't buy the worst house. He just bought in an area that he saw growth. Um, and that's what you wanna do when you're looking to grow that equity in your home. Absolutely, that's amazing. He pretty much doubled you know, his price. So I know. <laughs> He was like hugging me like, I love you. And I was like, I love you too. <laughs> that is so awesome. Um, so obviously with real estate, there's a ton of different moving pieces. What would you say would be your favorite thing about the industry? I like the art of the deal, to really be honest with you. I like negotiating. Um, I don't like when we all get sassy with each other as realtors, though, but I have fun with it still. Um, you know, we're all trying to represent our best um, our, for our clients and represent their interests. Uh, so I do like that part, negotiating the deal. I love taking people to see their homes. Um, I love seeing people make memories in their home when they add me on social media um, and I can see them having parties and having fun. This year has been a little bit odd, but people have been sending me like, oh, we decorated our tree and things like that because we haven't been able to do some of the other things that we normally do with housewarmings and things of that nature. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. That must warm your heart, you know, to see that you helped them do this, achieve this. So that's awesome. Um, would you say that you like the competitiveness of the market? 
I do. I do. I like to strategize. So my background is finance and economics, and and I have a master's in international uh, finance and real estate. And so I really like uh, advising my clients uh, to make the right decision, uh, to put them in the best position to win. Um, and normally, I, I have to give a little bit of bragging. If they follow the strategy, they follow it, we win. Uh, <laughs> we've been winning a lot of uh, multi- bid offers um, for buyers and we've been getting our sellers, a lot of our sellers over 15 offers on almost every house we've listed this year. So it's been great um, to negotiate that, go back and forth with the agents, advise my clients and help them make those difficult decisions uh, so that they can continue on to with their next step in their journey. And so how do you prevail in multi-contract situations? I know you said you have a strategy, but is there anything that sets you apart from other um, agents? Yeah, um, I try to uh, set my clients' expectations first, right? Mm -hmm. So I want to set their expectations, especially a seller, up at the beginning because I believe that you're not just selling the house, you're selling the seller, right? So you need your seller to understand that highest price isn't always best. It's what's best suited in the deal. So sometimes if a seller needs to move quickly, uh, the strategy is somebody that can quick, cl quickly close in 21 days. Um, if they are, we want somebody, of course, that's financially strong. So a higher EMD is gonna be something that we look for. Um, so I try to set my client's expectations up front of what we should be looking for and then that way, when we get multiple contracts, they're already educated and prepared on doing that contract review with me on which ones are better. Um, and we kind of use a color coding system to highlight to them why we are advising certain things are above other things um, when we get those multiple offers. Um, and then they understand that color code system. They're able to evaluate and make the best decision. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so let's talk about a really challenging time for you and how you overcame it. Um, and this can be personally or professionally. Ooh, um, I've had a few, you know, <laughs> I think, uh, I think life is always about, uh, the roller coaster, right? Right. So you go up and down and up and down. You just got to keep riding. Um, but one of the most really challenging times I had was, uh, when I was a part-time agent, um, I had, uh, made some money in the stock market and I decided to invest that money, uh, with a developer I had met and he ended up being a very, um, unfortunately not forthright uh, developer, not honest. And I'll just say I pay for my Harvard education. Mm -hmm. um, but I am I am grateful uh, for that uh, because it made me a better agent. Um, I now know things uh, that I would say is an advantage of myself that other agents don't know. I have my GC license. I understand footers and different things in the house. So I have to be careful sometimes though when I'm an agent, legally I wear my agent hat. Uh, but if a client would like some advice on some other things, I do have contacts and connections. It can advise on other things in other areas. Uh, so like I said, I lost my shirt on it. I was able to save the property. I was able to pay back my investors that invested with me. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but I end up losing money. And uh, I, I recovered from it. And I'm just glad I learned that lesson now because I feel like later on in life, I probably would have lost even more. So now I'm better prepared on how to handle those type of deals um, and how to invest appropriately in real estate in this area. Mm -hmm. Kind of taking something that happened to you that was extremely negative, but, you know, learning from that experience and hopefully, you know, later down the, the road, making smarter decisions. Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, so what would you say would be your biggest life achievement? Something that you are really proud of? Um, I, 
I will, I'll say my, my personal biggest achievement that I'm really proud of is my son. He's eight years old. I just love him to death. He runs my life, but uh, it's, it's, it's the joy. It's the only job I pay to do, uh, but I love it. Um, and then I would say as far as my career, um, I'll say a couple of them. The, the first one, it was making that transition from a very well-paying job into real estate. It was scary with having a child um, and also being in that transition, but I did it um, and I'm doing well in it. And then I would say the second one is um, ever since I've gone full time, I've grown 159% every year over year. This year, I'm looking at a 200% growth. Um, so providing that service and value and just focusing on that has really brought the business to the forefront. Well, congratulations on that 159% and then 200 this year. That's amazing. Yeah, it's been, it's really, really awesome. I just thankful for the people around me that have been assisting me with that. It takes a team, it takes a village. And I've, I've had to go through my woes with finding the right people, but now I think I'm finally, I have them and I'm just looking forward to even um, more growth and future value to clients in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so tell me something that most people uh, probably don't know about you. Do you have any hobbies or fun facts? What do you like to do for fun? I love to travel and that's why 2020 has been hard. <laughs> um, I like to travel. Um, let's see a fun fact. I, probably most people wouldn't know that I read a book a month. I actually like to physically read books too. I don't like to uh, electronically read them. I'm kind of old school with that. I'm, I'm also still old school in the fact that I write on paper and then I'll type it up. <laughs> so, uh, but my, I guess most thing is I, I love to travel as my hobby and read. Um, I'm pretty much an open book. So don't think that there's not much people don't know about me if they really wanted to, to find out. Uh, but I just like to have fun and I like to live life in abundance. And I believe that we all can do that if we just find what we love to do. Absolutely. You and I have a lot in common. I love traveling too. <laughs> <laughs> Where's someplace you've been? I've been to all 50 states, actually. Um, I wow. did that last year before the pandemic. So yeah, next year, oh, when the pandemic's over, hopefully it'll be Europe. <laughs> yes, I've want that's on my bucket list. And since this pandemic, that's something that I've been looking to, like even renting an RV and mm -hmm. just going down to like Yellowstone and stuff, oh, yeah. like stuff I haven't done in the United States that I've done in other countries, which is kind of odd. <laughs> yeah. You absolutely have to do it. I did it before I turned 25. So that was my goal is before I turned 25. And so I recommend anybody to do it. It's amazing. Um, so are you currently reading any books or listening to any podcasts? How do you gain your knowledge? Uh, yeah, I read, um, I know you one, said you read one a month. <laughs> yeah. So the book I'm reading right now is the leader's, uh, greatest, a leader's greatest return. Oh, okay. Um, that's uh, a book I'm reading now. Um, as I'm transitioning into building a team, I want to make sure that I'm well equipped to lead those people and help them and be their professional advisor and mentor as well. Absolutely. So I'm doing that a lot right now is reading a lot of leadership books. Do you want to tell me a little bit about um, a leader's greatest return? Sure. Um, so what he's basically saying is that uh, the best leaders are people, of course, as we always know, that uh, listen twice and only speak once. Um, he's also uh, pointing out the fact that when you're a leader, you want to create uh, sub or mini leaders in their, in their area of expertise. And how you do that is by co-creation and by uh, listening to them and helping them develop their own ideas that help the team as well as help their self. Uh, so I find the book very interesting and he has um, kind of some 
um, small outline processes of how you want to do that and how you want to help inspire others uh, to want to help to be leaders. And so he's doing it as I would call what would be totally opposite of corporate America of, hey, you just do this uh, by just inspiring people and creating on many leaders. And even if they grow and go somewhere else, uh, they will remember you. And now you just created another business relationship with somebody, um, even if they go into another field or another area of expertise outside of your team or company. And so I think that is the new way of the world. And I just um, glad he wrote this book and it's really inspiring me. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I think that we'll have to check that out over here because I think it's something that you could not only apply to your business, but it sounds like something that you might even be able to apply to day to day, just the people you meet in general. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Um, so where do you see yourself in the next five years? Um, I want to have hopefully in the next five years, a team of uh, 20 agents, uh, where we're running self-sufficient, hopefully to be one of the top teams in the area. I'm already a top agent, but I want to have a top team and I want to make sure my team members on that team are top agents uh, to represent themselves and build wealth for themselves. Um, I would like to own uh, probably, I own a few properties in the city now, but I would like to own around the area around 20 at that time. And uh, I would like to get a little bit of my life back because uh, building this business has taken over a little bit. So I would like to be able to spend more time at home and actually be present with my son, um, work out a little bit more religiously. Um, and uh, of course, do my, my most favorite thing, travel with family and friends as, as often as I could. Absolutely. Hopefully you'll make it to Yellowstone next year or the year after. <laughs> yeah, I'm planning for next year because I'm like COVID and the pandemic is not going anywhere in my mind. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Get that RV. <laughs> um, so let's say I'm your next perspective client. Why should I call you? Oh, oh, well, I tell people, all you got to do is make a call for me and we have you the rest of the steps from there. So uh, agents do 181 uh, tasks. And because I do have a team, um, you will never be left without a moment of communication. Uh, that's why you should call us. We focus on providing you value and service. Our uh, buyer's presentation, if you're a first-time home buyer, is immaculate. It takes about 30 to 45 minutes. It walks you through the process. Everybody that's ever been through it has given us praise about the knowledge and the information. Um, we also have an expert uh, B uh, companies, our lenders and title companies that we work with that are always on call uh, and available for you um, if you're working with us. Um, and so I would say my knowledge, uh, my service to you, I do not focus on the deal. And I also focus on building that long lasting relationship with you. We tell everybody that does a deal with us. Uh, this is not the beginning. It's I mean, this is not the end. It's only the beginning and welcome to the family. We treat you like our family members. And we also ensure that we would never put you in a place that we wouldn't live ourselves. We're always going to give you the best advice as if we were giving it to ourselves. So our team really just focuses on service and value and providing you that education and the next steps. And um, I like to say my little joke, I'm a pit bull in a skirt. So don't be <laughs> afraid. I bite when I need to, but I'm also very soft and loving. I love that. Is that your motto that you apply just to your professional life? Or do you apply that to your personal life as well? You know, it's kind of hard to differentiate the two. So <laughs> <laughs> it's applied to both. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I have to start telling people I'll, I'll give you credit. But I'm <laughs> Um, so tell everybody how they can reach you a good phone number, email, social media handles, things like that. Yeah. So my phone number, cause I'm originally from Colorado and I never changed it is 
203-263-9739. Um, so again, I'll say it one more time, 303-263-9739. My email is Marlena, M-A-R-L-E-N-A at Mick Williams. So MC Williams, team, T-E-A-M dot com. And you could also email our general one, which is team at mcwilliamsteam.com. Our Instagram is the McWilliams team. Our Facebook is the McWilliams team. <clears throat> our Twitter is McWilliams team. And then our website is mcwilliamsteam.com. So you can reach us on any of those forms. Uh, we're happy to help you inbox me, call me, text me. We love to hear from you guys. We love to service everybody. And we love to just be, have you become a part of our family. Absolutely. Well, Marlena, thank you so much for taking the time to do this uh, with us today. And I hope that everybody can find this valuable. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Pro Talk with ProTech. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow ProTech Inspection Services on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn.